What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the DM and creator of the World Walkers Universe, a homebrew series of worlds that I've been telling stories in for over 20 years. In my other podcast, World Walkers, a group of adventurers are traveling between worlds looking for the shattered remains of a dream island that can drive back the nightmares that threaten to tear existence apart. One of the worlds they visited was the steam-powered world of Cog, where airships travel the skies, dwarven brotherhoods control the secrets of technological progress, druids plot to rip society back to a more primitive, simpler time, and far to the east, past the shattered landmasses frozen in dead magic, secrets of the arcane lie protected by a kingdom desperate to rebuild itself from a war lost by sabotage. This is the setting for World Walker's Cog, a weekly podcast that follows a group of adventurers as they explore the world of Cog. Let's let the group introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Reggie, and I'm playing Luca Lu, a level 5 warlock with just a splash of fighter. Luca is a forged who uses the demons of his past to battle everyday evil where he finds it. I'm Callie. I play Nova, the forged barbarian and oathbreaker paladin who learned a secret of the forged and will not rest until all the forged are freed. I'm Nathan. I'm playing Darvin Sianadel, the half-elven sorcerer from the Moonbrook Market in Hollow. Hi, I'm Frank. I'm playing Sabin Hawksley, the halfling rogue who is also a gunslinger. He's also known as Big Juice. New episodes of World Walker's Cog are available every Thursday. You can also look for our other podcast, World Walkers, wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts if you want to find out what the other show is like. If you love what you hear and want to listen to the next episode, go for it. I uploaded the first three episodes right away, so go ahead and binge. Please let me know what you think by either hitting me up on Twitter, at WorldWalkersPod, or leaving us a review on iTunes. Alright, so let's get into it. Here's the first episode of World Walkers Cog. Our story begins and predominantly is going to revolve around the city of Follis, which is your base of operations. The city of Follis is home to the forged. It's also home to an exotic marketplace and the Overlook, the world's only observatory. Of all the cities on the continent, Follis is the most popular destination for adventurers by far. If you're looking for the kind of work only an adventurer takes on, there's no better place to find it than Follis. Cobblestone roads stretch throughout the city's every district. There are five districts predominantly in the city of Follis. The market district has most anything you could want to buy, whether it's food, clothing, weapons, armor, art. If people sell it, you should be able to find it in the market. The marketing district is also home to the Gabbiani Auction House. People with deep pockets love to stroll into the Gabbiani Auction House and see what comes through. Jails, guard houses, and the high court reside in the court district. The criminal element is carefully separated from the other districts, as best can be done anyway. The industrial district is home to the craftsmen and workers of the city. It's uncommon for citizens to wander into the industrial district, unless they're looking for custom work to be done. Goods produced in the industrial district are typically sold through the market, so unless you're crafters, unless you're really looking for something specific, you're probably not going to be coming down here. The entertainment district is the source of the city's income and troubles. It's larger than any two districts combined, and it's here that you'll find extravagant gambling houses, taverns, and theaters. Upper Follis is home to the wealthy. The politicians and the movers and shakers of Follis live here. One would think there's resentment from the lower citizens about the segregation, but the general sentiment is that their need to live away from the population of Follis only benefits the population of Follis. That's so sad. <laughs> that is to say, the citizens of Follis are uh, shedding no tears over this <laughs> development. The Forge District is home to the refugees and former war machines of Kadim, the uh, former Kingdom of Magic. There's always activity in this district, as the Forge don't need to sleep, so this is the, this is the district that never sleeps. When they first arrived, they opened up their own stores and businesses. Now that they've been accepted in this kingdom of Follis, they don't need this, but there are a few locations that still exist. A forge by the name of Sanctuary is the spiritual leader of the forged, and his church, the Church of the Source, believes that there is more to the forge than their past. All airships must go through the port district located in Upper Follis. Mostly comprised of travel agencies, overpriced stores and taverns, 
The port district is the smallest but most important part of Follis, as without it, the city would fall apart in isolation. Follis is very far from every city and kingdom on Cog, except for one, the uh, undead metropolis of Carmack. <laughs> so it used to be that there was a kingdom to the south that was amazing and awesome and beautiful, and they had a great... Re- yeah, that whole place fell apart, too an undead plague, so Follis is really on its own here. The people of Follis are varied, which is only logical given the diverse population that constantly comes and goes from the city. Despite the differences among citizens, though, there's generally a charge of good-natured excitement in the air of the city. Many dream of living in Follis, and any traveler worth their gear has ventured here in hopes of finding the next chapter of their lives. Alright, so, character descriptions. Let's start with Darvin. He's a half-elf, so he still has pointy ears, but he does have facial hair, too. Uh, He's a very fancy gentleman. He likes to dress very nice. He's very particular about his accommodations. That's why he won't stay in the squalor with big juice. Um, (laughs) Prick. (laughs) He he has... uh, very ornate items that he carries with him. He he is he's very proper, and he he's got brown hair and pale skin, and he's less than six feet tall. He he looks like a half elf. And then after that, big juice. Oh my god! god <laughs> Sabin Hawksley, aka Big Juice, aka Cubes, <laughs> um, is is a uh, real fucking handsome halfling. <laughs> He's rocking uh, a soul patch with like a little bit with a beard that goes around it. So his beard has a bullseye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But target. then he's got the fucking mutton practice. chops. Oh my goodness. He's, a, he's handsome. He's a mess. Right, handsome um, was the word that he used. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's got real good fucking hair, right? Real it's- good hair. <laughs> In what way? God damn it. It, it comes down to like a little bit above his eyebrows, right? Bieber hair. With uh, it's it's blonde it's with bangs. <laughs> Yeah, he's got bangs, right? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know hair. He's got a. He's blonde with black highlights. He's got a ponytail that comes out of his hair. Oh my god! He he wears. He too likes to wear nice clothes. He's he does he does real well. It's it's he dresses to impress, and he um, does real well. He's always got. (laughs) He's got he's got a holster on his chest for his gun. What color is his ponytail? It's blonde. It's got some black in it, though. It looks like a fucking cheetah at high speeds. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. He's got a nice jacket that he wears over the gun. Over his shoulders, too, I guess. But um, he's got the rifle on his back. He's got spurs on, too. Oh, my God. I love stealthing with spurs. That's amazing. Well, there. you know what, man? Can I have non-functioning spurs? It's the, it's look, not function. I'll this is what, the gift that keeps on giving. So you just take like a rusty. <laughs> so you like, want basically you want your spurs to be like a kickstand that you just like. <laughs> I don't want I don't want I don't want the spurs anymore. <laughs> okay, so with uh, that description out of the way, <laughs> Luca, Luca Lou is about five ten. What is oh this? My God, is this his voice? That's that's how Luca's gonna talk. The oh whole time. shit! Okay, well, yeah. that's amazing. Sorry. Is he describing himself? Yeah, huh? he's the leader. yeah. I'm gonna. I've, I'm just gonna go right in as his voice. Yeah, <laughs> Luca Lou is about five ten. He's a normal, medium sized uh, person, not like a big forged like most forged tend to be. But he does have one arm that clearly looks like it's oversized, like it's for another forged. He has some spikes off of it coming off of him. You can tell that he's grafted armor to himself. He wears a bracer of the flats on one arm, and his big <laughs> arm is his shielding arm. He has a warhammer that hangs off his belt off to the side. He says it's a memento of his lost love. His skin, so to speak, is steel plating with black inlays. And he wears, though he wears a cloak, he usually tends to keep his his smaller side more covered than his bigger side. And Nova. Nova is is a huge forged. Oh. <laughs> she's like over seven and a half feet tall, probably closer to eight. Um, just she's like dark, like slate gray metal. Um, she doesn't wear, she doesn't need to wear armor, but she's got like she does also have kind of like little 
spikes that come out of like all of her joints and everything. Her eyes are kind of like a glowy yellow. And um, they have like runes and stuff in them, kind of, don't they, Forged? Or- Inside, yeah. Yeah, and so she's got, like, hers are like just kind of purple glowing, like a deep, dark purple. Um, she's just very big and foreboding. And then she does have like a kind of sheath or whatever grafted into her back for her gray axe that just sits on her back. So where are you all operating out of? Fallis. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a home that you all kind of hang out? Like a kind of a, I don't want to say a guild house, but do you guys have a bit of a, a home you relax in? Can we do a tavern? You guys, like we meet back up. I don't sleep. So at so, night yeah, when same. you guys go to bed, he goes to the Forge District. And well, it sounds like you got out. a little hole in the wall. I know. It's not. It's not a cubby <laughs> hole, literally, but it's 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 a split level. If you frequent a tavern predominantly, and if you all want to meet somewhere, the most appropriate place in the Forge District might be the Midnight Oil. The Midnight Oil is located in the Forge District, and this tavern is known almost paradoxically as having the best drinks in all of Fallas. Nice. That's hilarious. It's almost like the, the, the forge that run this rise to the challenge of attracting people. The atmosphere is always right. The people uh, share whatever they can. The atmosphere in the Midnight Oil Tavern is uh, you don't have individual tables. Everyone sits with everybody. Everyone gets to know everybody. So there's yeah. no um, – the classic trope that any adventurer uh, loves to try out once in their lifetime is the going to a corner in a tavern mm-hmm. all by themselves. That's not happening in the Midnight Tavern or in the Midnight Oil. Okay. No one's going to leave you alone. <laughs> it's a tavern of extroverts. Nova contests that as much as possible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Starts stacking chairs near the corner. So it sounds like all of you individually live on your own, and this is kind of the place you meet up in. Sure. Who would you consider as the leader of your group? Big Juice. God, I don't... And uh, Big Juice, uh, elaborate on that. Sabin, you have said before that you seem to have like a, a, a rep in certain areas of uh, every city. Yeah. So where are you known as Big Juice? Here in Fallis. Here in, in the Fallis. entire city? Um, well, lower. The, uh, the court district? No. Your alias isn't known in court? You know, thug. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, I just, what I, hold on. I tried to say in the court district that that's where the criminal element is. Oh, you said it wasn't. The criminal element is carefully separated from the other districts. Mm-hmm. Oh. This. Okay, gotcha. That's right. I mean, you can find criminals anywhere, but like, although you would think they'd all stay away. Yeah. They kind of like to operate underneath the nose. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that's, that's interesting about Fallas is that. It has politicians. It has kind of those movers and shakers, right? Mm-hmm. But at the moment, it's kind of suffering because it does not have an actual guard system. It has a yeah. series of volunteers known as the Citizens Brigade. Mm-hmm. Um, because of this, the criminal element has no fear about hanging out inside right underneath the nose of the court district. What you going to yeah. do? Right. The city's actually kind of, depending on how politically aware you all are, the city's kind of suffering a little bit of a upheaval as most of the the city kind of relied on the uh, leader of the forge uh, sanctuary to kind of hold the peace, and he's been missing for quite some time. So, so far the city still works. But in the last couple months, it's been slowly but surely just getting worse and worse. Powder keg. Now, the leader is Luca. How would somebody, if they want to get work from you guys, how would they contact? I'm always uh, walking around the uh, Forge District because I don't sleep. So he just stays up visiting people. He likes to hear stories. So he's like... Instead of a storyteller, he's like the story listener. So he's real easy to find because there'll be a group of people around just talking to him. And he's always just nodding and like listening. It's one uh, particularly active day at the Midnight Oil Tavern. It's a pretty robust crowd that's hanging around. You've got a few people who have heard that uh, you collect stories, essentially. So sometimes the problem is that people think you're a bard. And so they'll come and they'll start talking, hoping that you're going to buy their story. 
then you don't. <laughs> so sometimes some disappointment. Um, the scene is very active right now, especially because the local bard Contessa, this large forged maestro that hangs around there, um, she's not always bringing music to the midnight uh, oil. But lately, she's been hanging around a lot more. Maybe the rumor is it that she doesn't really have a lot else to do. Maybe something sad happened in her life. Because <laughs> um, she's willing to pretty much just drown the tavern in music, um, which is really good for business. So um, you've got her music kind of filling up the area, lots of people telling you stories. And you've noticed there's somebody that's sitting off to the side who is... They want to appear carefully cloaked up, but since their cloak is made of like a burlap sack, at first you think someone just left their shit behind. <laughs> uh, when it starts to move, you suspect otherwise. Uh, that individual has been kind of like hanging on the outskirts. They seem to be a little over two feet tall and just kind of shifting around, waiting, and every time they get ready to come up to you, more people show up and they seem excited to see you again. They talk with you, and then that person just goes and sits down, just waiting. So, um, Luca will take note of this. And, uh, are, is everybody here or not? not yeah, yet? it's time for Jay drinking. Sitting in the corner, not talking to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he pats Nova, and he, uh, he'll say, She's gonna listen to you for just a moment. I'll be right back. What? And he just parks the crowd. Suddenly, the group kind of gets up. Oh, people swim around oh. you, and they're like, "So I hear that." Um, and someone's like, "I hear that that's a bard." And so no. you're like a note keeper. No. Yeah, I can't wait to tell you about what happened. Oh, I don't care. Let me tell you the story of the twisting swamps. <sighs> and they just if a forge can sigh, <laughs> they can't. And that's one of the, what's one of their greatest pains. My group and I. And so, uh, so when when Luca speaks, his mouthpiece doesn't move at all. It's like the voice is vibrating from inside of him. Get wings. So you wandered off to meet with Saban? No, Saban yelled, "Get some wings!" When I got up, uh, I go to the the guy that looks like he has a story to tell, and uh, Luca walks right. The burlap over. sack gets up and walks away. <laughs> well, hold on there, Mister Burlap. <laughs> you look like you had something you wanted to say. Stops and turns around. He's, you said he's two feet tall. A little over two feet. Yeah. Lucas sits on the ground next, to, like sits down on the ground, uh, without revealing their face at all. Um, their voice comes out of the uh, burlap sack. Is there a better place to speak? Well, I reckon we can get a uh, stand on outside. Or... I don't have a story. I have a job. Oh, well, let me gather up the friends here, and we'll we'll meet you right on outside. How many of them are racist? <laughs> At least one. Right. No, that's oh, not. <laughs> just such a weird question to ask. It's good. Oh, brother, I don't think you have to worry about that. I'm traveling with a half elf, and you don't see them too often around these parts. But I don't know if they are racist. Well, I've never met one. Well, that's what I'm saying, brother. I don't think you have to worry about that. You don't see him too often around these parts. Uh, but he, he seems like a good fella, and I have a fellow Forge that's with me, and my little halfling friend that's he's pretty all right, too. So, if you could <clears throat> get, um, get them in a... If you could get them in... A more than one, then I would I would like to talk to you, and then they can listen. A more than one. Yeah. I'm not sure I follow. Get them together. Yeah. Oh. oh. Like in a in a more than one. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. I'll I'll grab them right now. <laughs> great, great. I will meet you. Where can I meet you? I'm going to give him uh, Saban's address. <laughs> Sketchy anyway. Wow, you have a house. That's a house is what I was thinking, too. I will see you there. That's why he asked if anyone was racist, because he's a fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
and then the burlap sack tumbles off with a flourish disappears. Luca sits on the floor for a few minutes and just thinks about the conversation. <laughs> Slow to action, but he gets up eventually and he comes over and he extracts you from the, the crowd She's of your just fans. Glaring at you like you, no. you save the good parts for me, right? You'll tell me later. I wasn't listening. <laughs> what do you mean you weren't listening? I told you I don't care. Oh, but she... we met a dragon. <laughs> he says, I don't care. She Just jokes like a like shadow this. dragon. Oh, whatever. There's Get people it. from other worlds. <laughs> That's like no. my best story. It's fake. Get up. <laughs> He puts his big hand on this dude's shoulder. He's like, don't sweat it, brother. She's just joking. She's the funniest of us. <laughs> really? He just nods his head. He's, I'll come back another night. Until then, you keep collecting stories. I want to hear about this shadow well, dragon. My only one. Narratively, Reggie's going to box you into a corner, and you're going to have to take a level of bard eventually. <laughs> God. Okay. Lou. Wanders off. So I, I'm Bard grabbing you. I'll, I'll walk over to you and uh, when when he walks over when he walks over to uh, Darwin. So what he, when he walks over to you at the bar, what are you doing? Just sitting there enjoying wine, listening to stories or whatever, laughing. Hey, Darwin. I'll turn. Darwin. Yes. Looks like I might have got us another job. I will drink the rest of that glass of wine mm. and follow my <laughs> fearless leader. <laughs> uh, as we're like, he just reaches over and plucks you from whatever under table. Like, hey, uh, like, hey, what up? Sits you down. Like, we got work to do. What about my wings? There's no time for wings. Well, we're going to your house anyway. I'm sure you got something that you can eat when we get there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Good do, I have roaches? To, do I have to roll the steel? <clears throat> Something that's very consequential. Well, no, just because. What do you want to steal? One. Chicken wing. You're gonna yeah. sneak back Some to the kitchen to steal away. No, I'm, as I'm walking out, it's block over yank. From, From some table? He's really caught up on eating this wow. chicken wing Roll. in the game. No, that's a that's a 23. Roll again. Why? Disadvantage. They're watching their own food. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> hey, look over there. <laughs> All right, so on the way out, um, people are kind of talking, laughing. You slow your walk ever so slightly as you watch as there's somebody who's kind of like trying to clear their throat, and they take a big drink of water, and you just take a wing. Yep. <laughs> All right, so you're walking down the street, saving big juice, sticky hands, Hawksley. <laughs> walking out. Easy hands. Like, just licking my fingers. Oh, like, my God. Mm. I'll, hand, I'll hand him a handkerchief. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. And where do you live? Um, court district. You you have a house in the court <laughs> district. He's the, the fucking bailiff. <laughs> so so yeah, it's it's pretty expensive to live in the court district. Oh, it's too expensive for me then. Too rich for my blood. <laughs> no, you can pre story, man. You could have pre story. Oh yeah, I inherited. I'm not gonna it. make you pay for it right now. <laughs> I inherited. It. Inter- interesting plot twist. All right, let me add that to your story. <laughs> My family was wealthy. It wasn't good Go. enough. No, but it means that your family like used to be uh, used to be uh, in the court system. I got a clean record. So you make your way into the court district. Uh, the court district uh, mostly is composed of lower courts and then the higher courts, the various jails, and then there is a small section for basically the judges and people of that stature. And for some reason, you've never been able to figure out. Hawksley, <laughs> Hawksley Manor. It's, it's a small place. What is what does Hawksley Manor look like? It's a one story. It's got like seven rooms. You know, um, it's got its own yard in the front and the back. I got a dog. Oh, what's your dog's name? Oh, um, man. Jiggles. Jiggles. <laughs> what, what kind of dog is it? Kind of it's dog? a little porgy. <laughs> it's a little porgy. <laughs> corgi named Wait. Jiggles. No, no, no. I'm a say- pug. Porgy, like it's pug corgi. Yes, it's now it is corgi. the ugliest, <laughs> wrinkliest dog. Stupid, ugly. As you guys, as you all approach the house, the familiar yapping. Oh my god! Jiggles. As soon every time you say his name, like it's just really fucking annoying for the rest of you. Why don't we just kill it? Run up to the door, and you—you you, is what you always hear. You hear. 
And then you hear, <laughs> as it slaps into the door. <laughs> He's real thick. And then there's a, there's a quiet. <laughs> and then more and barking. you don't know if this is it. And then. <laughs> so, yeah, open the door. Yep. Jiggles! He, just, he tries to jump and gets like I catch no him. air. I uh, yeah, I grab my cradle like a baby and I go, oh yeah, and I just smother smother my face into his tummy. I got you something. I got you something. Eat a bone. It's a bone. Read for a bone. And then you hear a you're gonna knock at the door, but it's not the front door. <laughs> that should be him now. Who the fuck is at I, my door? I walk, <laughs> I walk to the whatever door that is. The back door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw the bone, get the sh- get the rifle out. <laughs> oh, I don't think those are good for the little guy. <laughs> You're right. I should get the I should no, get the revolver. No, let him have it. <laughs> I go to my uh, go to my back door. Revolver. Why are you pulling the gun out? I told you we had somebody meet at us the back here. door. Whatever door he comes to, Would they the knock door he comes otherwise? to. Look, so, Luke opens it. I got the fucking gun trained on whoever. So the door opens. There's a burlap sack at your back door that just like <gasps> and passes out. <laughs> See, you scared the little guy half to death. I grab him, <laughs> pick it up, and just kind of the hell is that? Over, look it's at a it. little body in a bag. <laughs> Who left their laundry here? <laughs> hey, it's excuse me. I don't wish to be this high anymore. Can you? Who are you? Down? I'm put him down. stuck. Put him down. Oh my gosh! Could I come in? Is this? Yeah, that's the guy. Why'd you knock on my back door? You didn't answer the front door. I knocked on the front door. No one answered. I saw there was another door. I tried that door. I thought if you had two doors, you'd have them for a reason. It's fine. Come on in. You have to stop being so trigger happy, buddy. Uh, I sit down on the ground, like in the kitchen or yeah, in the, the back kitchen, door, yeah. <laughs> back doorway. Sits on the ground, and then the burlap sack sits down in front of you. This is a nice house. Mm-hmm. I believe you were going to tell me about a job. Well, he's like outside on the back porch, essentially. Like you can come in. Wow! All right, that is one, one, what, wonderful. Thank you so much. And <laughs> walks in. Burlap sack kind of wobbles in. The fucking vampire just <laughs> invited it into your house. Perfect. <laughs> we got well, no. If it was a vampire, it burst into flames. <laughs> Unless it's wrapped in a burlap sack. So about that job, I'll pull out a stool for our new friend. I'll set him on it. <laughs> pull out another stool for myself and set a handkerchief on it and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, I was wondering if you took money to do stuff. Yes. Yeah. That Good sounds story. Like the definition of a job. Do you have a face? Why would you ask me that? Because you're not showing it. We've never taken a job from a bag before. Oh, I'm not, I'm not a bag. Oh, who are you? Classic mistake. <laughs> you going to take it off? I mean, sure. If I mean, do I have to? Yes. Yes. I was thinking we could do this um, anomaly. No. Anonymously. What's that? Lucas looking at you too. Take the bag Just off. Just take it off. It's oh, okay. You're okay. And then you watch as like it kind of sits there for a second, and then you see a dagger pierce through the bag. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, I hold I hold Jiggles away a little bit, like God. My baby. This little dagger rips out, just flips, rips through, and then you watch as these like uh, thin green fingers come out yep. and just, and this little goblin pulls itself out. The goblin is um, small, green, kind of a, a light, uh, almost um, beautiful olive green. Uh, the eyes are like a deep red though has a huge mouth that almost stretches to the ears long sharp green ears no hair at all they look completely sheared <laughs> and then they have shorts on those are they made out of another burlap bag nice. <laughs> they have a little sack they made um, and then it looks like they took a burlap sack and they cut two straps they threw over their sh- like one on each shoulder Almost like vestments, like like cool like robes, and then they've taken um, it might be some kind of marker and drawn cool little symbols on it. And then he's holding a small little black cat. <laughs> Who are you? 
How's your cat do around dogs? You want me to lock him up? Don't lock my cat up. My dog. Lock your dog up. Oh, I hate your dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I should tell you I'm a goblin. Yes. This is not my voice. What do you mean? Well, I mean, this is my voice. Yeah. I just, that like, sometimes people hear my goblin voice, like my real voice, and they get really racist. So, um, yeah, so you guys take money to do stuff? Yes. Yes. So I'm in a bit of a predicament. Um, that's the word, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So um, I have some gold. And then he kind of like kicks the bag a little bit because like maybe he had the gold in a pouch in the bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. what you see. And says, uh, I would like to give you this money if you would do stuff for me. What? You sound really mad. Oh, no, she just always sounds like that. That's just <laughs> her voice, bud. Oh. Well, okay, well then. Uh, I would like you to kill someone. Do you guys murder? Uh, yes. I'm going yeah, to stand I... up and take my <laughs> handkerchief off the seat and throw the handkerchief away and walk into the other room. <laughs> I, I, I actually collect your Do the rest of you? You collect my handkerchiefs? <laughs> What little I this this uh, this rent don't come cheap. <laughs> you sell my dirty linen to people. Oh. It's not bills, dirty. You maybe? just sat on it. <laughs> well, well, hold Unless on. your what? ass is inherently swampy, we're good. <laughs> what <laughs> is it that you want, Kellen? I guess should be the question. So I would like you to come with me because I would like to kill in. So he said, "I would like to kill in my my former former master." Oh, okay. It Who's ta- your former master? It takes a bugbear, right? It takes. Uh, yeah. What's his name? A second, Luca. So yeah, I, you hear Darvin. <laughs> yes, Darvin, come back in here, man. We're just talking about I, killing a uh, step from around. Like I, he was standing right on the other side <laughs> of the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's gonna be seen in the same room. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, <laughs> the goblin like, seems impressed with your speed. Like, when you're when there, murder like, came up, he needed like he was distancing himself from that talk. <laughs> Welcome back. It looks Thank like you. a standard killing. Well, we can okay. do that. Something that needs killing. I, okay, I found out that I was free recently, and so I left. And then I realized that Master might not agree with that. And I want to kill him before he realizes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. that. Wrong. <clears throat> I can yeah, respect that. That right. makes sense. That's just good math. Right. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do it, but. How much? How much you paying? Um, I'm assuming bugbears are pretty much universally hated. Like they're considered still an evil race and everything, or are they accepted members of society too? No, no, no. Okay. Um, so the way it works is that, especially around Fallas, northeast of Fallas is a um, forest known as the Echo Forest. The Echo Forest are known as that because there is a series of mountains nearby called the Ringing Mountains, and they let out this piercing noise that rips through the forest and it by all accounts seems to drive everything in the forest insane several years ago goblins started escaping the forest and slowly working themselves into society bugbears did not bugbears seem fairly immune to the insanity or their minds are so broken that they're now somehow sane because of it <laughs> but they are they're villainous oh yeah we shouldn't have any problem killing them i would uh, okay morally no so where, where and about do you think uh, we could find this here bugbear? It's in the Echo Forest. So what's the pay like? Um, all the gold I have. Which is? It's a lot. I counted it. To what number? I so much. Is there a known way? To, he doesn't know how to count. Is there <laughs> a known way to? go into the forest and not have the ringing drive you crazy? Do we know of a way that we can come out of this? Or Oh, the ringing doesn't make you crazy. <laughs> I was asking out of the game. Oh, um, adventures that have to go in there tend to buy uh, some certain kinds of earplugs. Oh, that's all it takes? It just Yeah, just to okay. dampen it. It makes it harder for you to hear yourselves. Yeah, the ringing has this really weird problem in that like the ringing isn't necessarily so loud that you can't hear anything else. It just seems to be abnormally amazing at piercing your sanity. 
Wait, do forged and does not allow you to rest. It's subtle. Do forged have ears <laughs> that we can they plug have up? The, they censor. They, they, have, they, they hear forged have a unique problem in this regard. So we are also susceptible to it, too. Can we see yeah. the gold? Um, you can keep it right next to you. Just want to see it out in the open. How do I know I can trust you? We'll all stand in the back. And oh, well, then, yeah, hold on. And he just, like, as soon as I was standing in the back, he goes, yeah, of course, yeah. And then he pulls open, and it's a pretty sizable sack of gold. But it never makes any noise. All right, man. Yeah, How far in the forest is no, he? No, no, don't just say, all right, fuck it. I, there's other things to well, think so about. That's what like, I'm asking. Like, How far in the forest yeah. is he? Um, It's about, like, Days. One, I'm counting. Hold okay. It's... Like a day, a day, a day, and then a day. And then there's like a night and a night and a night. A day, a day, a day, and a day was four days, and then the night's in between, and that was just getting there? Yeah. What's your name? Oops. Mine? Yes. Haversack. Haversack. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. Can we go to the Forge District and maybe they have an answer there? The Forge probably here from the upper part of their body in the same way that they're forced to see out of Mm -hmm. the quote-unquote eyes of their body. But there's no holes to stuff tissue and shit like that. Yeah, that's the problem. What do you think? I'll just have up jiggles. What do you think? Do you think we should just go in anyway? Yeah. What's in the forest besides the goblins and the bugbears? You're asking me? Yes. Uh, Nothing really, just the goblins, the bugbears... And the walkers. What are the, the walkers? Oh, we're not supposed to talk about them. But you're free now. You make your own rules. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> I have a new rule. I can talk about the walkers. All right. What are they? <laughs> they're huge. They're like 10 feet tall. And they're like gray mountains with like <gasps> arms that are like really long. And they can like rip trees open and stuff. And they can throw people out of the forest. It's, it's crazy. They're insane. I think they can hear the forest. How many are there? How many are there? There's at least one and one and one and one. It just depends on where you're at. How easy do they find people? They only find you if you, like, walk. If you walk? <laughs> yeah. Feeling really confident about this whole mission. They have eyes, but I think they're just rocks. I just want to thank you all for taking this job. <laughs> well, how about this? What yeah. if you wait here, and then we go out there and wait outside the forest? You need me. We won't Boy, go with bugbears, his so. bugbear, unless he's there. What can you do? He's going to point at the, the two uh, straps. <laughs> you said you're powerful. What power? Suspenders. He's pointing at the straps again over his shoulders. What does that mean? Mm. Your support. <laughs> Do you have magic? Do you have weapons? Yes. No. Magic. Yes. What kind of magic? Powerful magic. That does. Specifically, what does it do? Fire, ice. Do you control people? What do you do? Heal people. I heal people. You heal people. I do. So far, I heal me. I want to heal others. It's part of my job. You have a job? Yeah. What's your job? My job is to make people smarter and help them understand. It sounds like a big job. <laughs> it seems like it's going to take a while. Why don't we just wait outside the forest? Set up a trap. Set up a trap. We don't well, need to sleep. We don't know when, hold on, when hold or on. even if the bear is coming. I know. I don't know the answer to it, but I will know in a second. Know what? Hold on a second. He kind of takes a couple steps back, and he kind of just kind of falls and collapses on the floor, like butt first, and then straightens himself up. He just thinks, he sinks, and then you watch as like the little markers all over his, like the, the kind of like the sharpie all over his, uh, the two straps of leather, <laughs> mm-hmm. suddenly just glow in this like bright white light. They sear and they race up and down, and he thinks and he thinks and he puts his hands out, and then he just, and it's like there's like kind of like this white light explosion, and it expands out for two feet and then. Swirls around, and you can watch as the, the the markings on his straps are just pulsating, and they calm down. He says, "You can't wait outside the forest. Why? Why? Master's not after you. He's after me. So if he comes out of the forest and sees you, he'll just 
No around you. No, I said we would you have with you us. with yeah. us. He's the only one that said you don't come with. I said you come with. Yeah, you come. Oh man, I wasted this. No, it's good to know. <laughs> he is coming though. He's got his points to his like vestments. I didn't recognize the symbols at all. You can try. You can roll. Would it be religion um, or whatever you want to roll? It'll give you different answers based on what you roll. See, I'm proficient in religion, so we'll what, do you that. can use your passive. Or you can roll. Uh, I'll try to roll. No, that's not great. So eight. <laughs> do you see other people like us in the forest? So it's just pretty much the big walkers. Sometimes, and sometimes. The, and how do they do out there? Oh, yeah, we kill all of you. That's why we have so much magic. And you want to take us out there. But not for that reason. Has anyone considered that maybe this is a ruse? He seems pretty trustworthy. <laughs> I am. I guess the we ask somebody in town is the best other thing. Plan. And- and if that doesn't work, we just have to decide if all that money is worth it. Yeah, I think we need to look for a magical solution around this. I don't know of anything else to do. We can go now if everybody's down. Sure. I'm down. Let me let my dog in real quick. Ugh, leave it out. He's so cute, though. Yeah, fine. Go get kibble. Jiggles are coming. I'm going to go stand on the sidewalk in front of the house or out in front of the house. I don't want to be around the dog anymore. Jiggle, please. So... Haversack stands up and says, so is that, are we good? If we find a way that we can safely help you, then we will. We find a way that makes it not a smart idea for us to get in bed with this situation, then we won't. Haversack takes a step forward and says, I need to tell you then that there is no safely helping me. You should probably find other work. But what I want to tell you is that I have a... I I have... I'm supposed to do something, and I'm supposed to live long enough to do it. Whatever that is, is what I have. And I don't think that it's smart to go against master I think that it's important so I if if you need to find a way to do it safe I can go find someone else because I need to find someone dumb enough (laughs) to not care if it's safe if you want to do it because it's the right thing to do and you want a lot of money I, I have those reasons what do you have to do? I have to, to make everyone understand and be smarter. Understand what? Everything. You know, I haven't once heard the magic words in all this conversation. Help. The magic words are please. <laughs> Sweet. And thank you. Please thank you. Now. That makes all the difference, little buddy. (laughs) Alright, let's go find us a way to get in there somewhat safely. And if not, sometimes you gotta do something a little dumb to do a little right. Hey, we're we're stopping by the street vendor in the marketplace, though. Yeah, we're gonna check first. I'm gonna get some corn dogs. God damn it. (laughs) You can grow puppies in fields? No, no, no. You never had a corn dog? They're not real dogs. Sadly. Only allowed to eat bark. You're you're your own goblin now. I am free. You can eat whatever the hell. <laughs> you can eat, eat that rock right there if you wanted to. I can eat anything? I mean... He walks yes. over and takes a bite out of one of your stools. No, no, don't. <laughs> Please don't eat your stool. And you watch he's able to digest it. He's able to. Oh. I mean, that's just wicked. But no, I, food, food. Look, Does you don't have to. sustain you? It's, it's like you took all the wood out of the forest and, and turned it into cuisine. And you sit on it all day. It's like, oh. He's just devouring the stool. 
Bring the stool with us, little buddy. I'm let's going head, to up until a point. You can finish that up on the way. <laughs> all right. But we're still having the corn dog. Yeah, there's all the, like, the, the, the couple legs left. I guarantee, I guarantee you're going to like corn dogs a whole lot more <laughs> than chair. <laughs> a whole lot more than chair. <laughs> so I'm going to go and lock the door, lock the top lock, throw the fake key, fake key under the mat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> He's a thief. He knows how to throw them off their tracks. You know oh that fake God. key. They're not going to try to lockpick it. <laughs> they're just going to try the fake key out of the mat. Oh well, shit! It didn't work. I guess I'll try another house. I I just made this up too. So, but <laughs> justification. It's if you see a fake key under the mat, it's another thief's house. Don't fuck with it. How do they know it's a fake key? They, don't. Don't. <laughs> they try it and they have their mentos moment and go. Oh, oh man, <laughs> thief house! <laughs> Don't steal from another thief. It's like two thieves. They sneak up to the house. They try to break in. They use the fake key. It doesn't work. And it's like, oh my god, this is big juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? There's no. Fi- I throw the fake key under there. It's Who's big anything. juice? You mean cubes? Like <laughs> <laughs> or tripod? The tripod. So uh, while you're getting your stuff together, Haversack crawls back inside the burlap bag mm-hmm. and just kind of, you see him kind of carefully place his kitty somewhere and then whoosh, sack up. All right. So you make your way into the market district, always bustling, always uh, hopping about. And where are you making your way towards? Do I know of anybody here that would be able to help us? There are two different locations that could benefit you. One is... Uh, local store in the market district uh, called Herbapalooza. They believe that they can create magical solutions through natural means. And they were not doing too well until a little while ago. A group of adventures kind of swooped in and helped really find their market for them. So they do okay, but they're not extremely reliable because sometimes they know what they're doing and sometimes they don't. The other person that you would know of, there is someone, a, a bit of a local scholar named Lexter, and Lexter gathers together any kind of um, basically arcane information that they can and tries to be a little bit of a library, a little bit of a resource for the area. I feel like that's probably the better shot. You guys look up that. I'm going to go buy some earplugs for you and I. On the way, actually, I'll buy him. I'll buy a haversack of corn dog. Um, you wander off into one of the the food carts, and it's a silver. You slide over the silver. The person uh, wraps up and hands you the corn dog, and haversack takes it and brings it into his uh, sack. <laughs> he didn't tell me this was meat. Yeah, is meat bad? It's amazing. Only masters allowed to eat meat. You're your own master, though. More. Buy two more for him. It's like absorbs and sucks them in. How many dogs? I mean, are in the city. <laughs> Only makes them. <gasps> he grows the dogs. No, 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 it's it's just it's it's uh I buy him a calzone. <laughs> yeah, so he starts to lose his mind in the in the food carts. Uh, meanwhile, do the, the rest of you all head to... Yep. Yes, to Lexter. The building is part of a whole bunch of buildings. Like It's essentially like you got to walk up. There's a door. There's a whole bunch of doors. It's just a small little like pocket inside a bunch of buildings. Uh, the door itself is this kind of like nice, beautiful red wood. And then there's a guardrail that you can use to walk up there because by all accounts, Lexter's pretty old. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we knock? It's a shop, right? Mm-hmm. It's something. I don't really know what. Knock and open the door at the same time. All right. So, yeah, it's a brisk knock, and then the door opens. And when you walk in, there is a bookcase. It's pretty tall. It wants to give the illusion of a wall of books, but not quite. It's pretty stuffed with manuscripts and old tomes. And a lot of it seems like um, homemade. Like they just bound papers together and put them up there. The room is fairly narrow, and you're able to kind of walk in. It echoes as you walk in. There's a map of Cog up on the wall as you walk in as well to the right. 
and then you hear somebody who's shuffling with papers and kind of trying to organize a table, and I look up. The gentleman before you uh, has seen better days. A very old gentleman, uh, long white hair, but kind of like that. It looks like the hair, the color dyed, and it just beautifully aged into a nice crisp white. It's just like strands of dead hair that hang from his face. Uh, his eyebrows are thick and also hang as well. Skin is kind of spotty and a little yellow in places. Um, big, big blue eyes that seem like they're full of life and intelligence. But the rest of the body's kind of withered. And they keep themselves wrapped up in a nice, thick blue cloak uh, and blue robes. And it's like, oh, hello. I'll keep my hands clasped behind my back. Oh, may I help you? And then he takes a pause for a second. And uh, anyone past the perception? I'm a 12. 10. <laughs> 14. Enough of a perception to you catch something that he's like, and he's half a second of like thrown off. And then you don't get anything else out of him. He says, what may I help you with? I'm going to sort of look at the map of Cog on the wall. And yeah, when you take a look at the map of Cog, basically civilization on Cog kind of sits in an almost um, horizontal oval shape, right? Okay. So the continent of Cog is vast, and the center of it is pretty well... uh, lived in, if you will. The Durango Mountains kind of stay towards the western side of civilization. Follow sits right past that. As you go towards the middle, you reach the travel city of Kosnik. A little past that, to the south, you can venture into the kingdom of Dormanir. Further past that, there are more kingdoms. You get all the way to the edge of the world, as they call it, because there's an ex- there was an explosion at the end of the Mages War. The war that rocked Cog 25 years ago, and it seemingly cracked the the planet open. People believe that it just kind of falls forever at the edge there. Past that are the floating frozen land masses known as the Flats where the remnants of the magical kingdom of Kadim remain. Uh, and then far to the south, a lot of the continent is covered in forests called the Wilds. And it's believed that the uh, Druids pretty much congregate and exist there. There could be entire civilizations down there, but nobody knows. No one's really been down there. And if they do go down there, they don't seem to ever talk about it. Um, so you're able to kind of explore and look over that map um, as he walks on. What can I help you with? Well, we are looking for help traveling. We need to go to is it the Echo Forest or the Echo Woods? Echo Forest. Echo Forest. We need to go to the Echo Forest uh, without losing our minds. Okay. What are you going into the Echo Forest for, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, theoretically, a job we may take. I guess more appropriately, my friends... Yes, they would have very difficult... Yeah. From what I understand, I can protect myself, but they cannot protect themselves from the sounds. Hmm. Are there ways? Uh, I could research ways. How long would that take? And then, uh, he knows ways. Like, <laughs> you're, <laughs> uh, you're kind of looking at him and like, what you, whatever your passive in, uh, insight is, you beat me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying, I could research ways, but he clearly knows ways and just kind of fumbling. Just tell us the ways. We'll pay you if we have to. Well, you can, you know, could pay me in in coin or a favor. It's honestly up to you. Well, let's let's discuss the terms. Of the, okay, how much? And that's when the door opens and a burlap sack and a halfling roll into the view. Smelling like corn dogs and and the calzones. Calzones, they got calzones while you're away. Yeah. Of course they do. Hi, may I help you? I'm with them. And the bag. He's with us, too. So let's discuss terms, and then we'll decide on our form of payment, and we'll go from there. Uh, if it's coin, what do you require for your information? Oh, I would just... I could probably perform the services just for these two? Yes. Yes. 50 gold. Okay. Per or total? Total. As a favor? I don't quite know. I believe that... 
Some information's coming my way, and I would very much appreciate hiring on individuals as a sort of retainer for certain tasks that I believe will be falling into my lap soon. Uh, I don't know if you're that kind of adventuring group, or if you're more mercenaries. Luca leans in, but doesn't whisper (laughs) 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 to to Darvin, and he says, This one job may have just gotten us two, three more. (laughs) Okay. Is everybody in favor of a favor? What kind of tasks do you know? I I think favors are way more valuable than the 50 gold. Oh, sure, but... I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that there's very little I could do to force you to uphold the bargain. I suppose if you took my services and then heard of the job and said, no, I'm not really going to be able to stop you. But I haven't heard a, a certain magic word that helps with a lot of these types of situations. Oh, oh yes. Coin. Of course. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it for the favor. I would. I would okay. Luca looks like. <laughs> Huh, yeah, I guess that word is a magic word, too. It's a new word. I guess that word is a magic word. <laughs> well, if you could give me, per se, an hour to get my supplies together, I can I can put something together. How long Fine. will this last? Whatever you're uh, doing. Permanent, unless you don't want permanent? it to. Permanent? Oh, that's fine. Okay. What is... Uh, what? What are you going to do exactly? Is it going to block all sound all the time? No. Just dampen the ringing, the ringing inside the echo forest. Does it protect the no. mind? I swear to God, if we come back no. and he's got Mister Potato Head ears, it's going to help you learn to control your senses a little bit more. That's fine. Cool. Okay. okay, we will be back in an hour. And with that, you take your leave. You spend. We'll find out what you're going to do within the hour. Perhaps you will just fast forward. Perhaps you'll get into <laughs> calzone based conundrums. Uh, perhaps we'll learn a few more nicknames. But for now, uh, that is it for World Walkers Cog. That I think this could be our first episode. We'll have to see you in the editing process. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our first episode. What'd you think? Please let me know and let the group know as well. Everyone's been really excited to find out. A huge thanks to all the listeners over these last... Jeez, it's, it's almost been two years now. I know it's the first episode for this podcast, but I've been doing my other show, World Walkers, since the end of 2016 now. And it's been a crazy journey. Without that show, I wouldn't be where I am now. And I just need to thank everyone who's ever taken even just a few minutes to try an episode out. Just giving the show a chance means a lot to me. So thank you. And especially huge thanks to the World Walkers Patreon community for making this happen as well. You're all always there for me. And I just want to take a second to let you know that you made this happen a lot more than you probably know. Thank you. Thanks to Kevin McLeod, Jason Shaw, and Raphael Crux for providing music for this episode. You can find their work at Incompetech.com and FreePD.com. Thanks again to Sirenscape for providing sound effects. You can find their work at Sirenscape.com. It doesn't have to be like a legitimate cool-looking door. Sure, just something to help keep yeah. it up. Because I, I want to get this room covered in, in soundproof. <clears throat> I actually found the panels are going to be expensive. But sure. Maybe after the game you can look with me. Sure. In the hood, we used to use uh, egg cartons. Mm-hmm. Get enough of them. I want to. I want to want to be in here. <laughs> uh, right. That's fair. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm surrounded by a fridge. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the breakfast room. <laughs> yes. This is will be the breakfast club. Oh, oh. Can we call our... That's actually not bad. It could be the breakfast club. That hurt me a little. I get to be Molly Ringwald. (laughs) Fuck yes. I like like your dibs. (laughs) You know, he just... Pedro. Goes right, <laughs> just goes right for the chest, and then he can dispense. I'm just trying justice. to think. Like he's walking around, <laughs> like this. 
Like with a gun strapped to well, his it's chest. It's like he's walking around like a Starsky and Hutch cop <laughs> with right. aviators, frosted tips, and like a big Lebowski vibe. Like reverse frosted he tips. He doesn't have. He's not frosted. No, he's reverse frosted <laughs> yeah. tips. He's, he's blonde with the black tips, right? Well, he's, yeah, he's the, like the, the blacks here, like on top of it. You know, wait, wait, so just his base. <laughs> Stop no, saying I, here. I know, but I'm. I'm oh, I said, he just I, keeps pointing to his forehead. I said above the eyes. He's got black hair on his forehead. I said above the eyes. He's well, got right black now, bangs. those are eyebrows, though, and they don't know what you're know, referring they, to. He's got black bangs. And then after that, big juice. Oh my god. <laughs> Sabin Hawksley, aka Big Juice, aka Cubes, <laughs> um, is is a. Uh, Real fucking handsome halfling. <laughs> it's an attractive group. <laughs> as handsome like, as an eight year old can be. He's he's rocking uh, a soul patch with like a little bit of, with a beard that goes around it. <laughs> he's got a soul patch as a beard. <laughs> no, no, it's like you know where the butt like chin is. No, you see, okay, so the butt chin, right? That's where the that's where the soul patch is, right? <laughs> but then he's got hair around here too. And some chops. See something about oh for the podcast. For <laughs> the podcast, and then right here, right, uh, and then around right it, around. around Imagine it. to him pointing at his chin. So his beard has a bullseye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But then he's got the fucking mutton practice. chops. Oh my goodness. He's a, he's hands- chops. <laughs> he's a mess. Right, handsome um, was the word that he used. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's got real good fucking hair, right? Real it's- good hair. <laughs> <laughs> In what way? God damn it. It it comes down to like a little bit above his eyebrows, right? Bieber hair with uh, it's it's blonde bangs. (laughs) Yeah, he's got bangs, right? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know hair. When it comes down over your face, yeah. It's not over my face though. It's just right up right here. Yeah, it's still your face, man. Okay, this is going great. (laughs) He's got a he's blonde with black highlights. He's got a ponytail that comes out of his hair. Oh my god! He he wears he too likes to wear nice clothes. He's he does he does real well. It's it's he dresses to impress and he um, does real well. He's always got. <laughs> he don't he's got he's got a holster on his chest for his gun. That's where he keeps his rifle. No, no, this is where a revolver <laughs> is, man. Pants. Colors his ponytail. It's blonde. It's got some black in it though. It looks like a fucking cheetah at high speeds. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. He's got a nice jacket. That he wears over the gun. Over his shoulders, too, I guess. But um, he's got the rifle on his back. He's got spurs on, too. Spurs? <laughs> I cannot. I love stealthing with spurs. That's amazing. Oh, shit, I'm a rogue. The spurs I'm are made rogue. of feathers. That's <laughs> he doesn't have spurs. He ain't got no spurs. <laughs> the spurs are made of feathers. There's like pinwheels on the back of Hawksley is basically just like the like the clown. The end of Michael Jackson's black or white video. He just keeps shifting and changing. <laughs> Dreads, little little shooky shoulder rubs, like, like <laughs> you might mistake him for a mobster. <laughs> you might mistake him for a mobster. Okay, that's that's the that's the. I, easy don't, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone will. Yeah, he's, he's he doesn't have spurs. He just for a mess. He's good though. He's got, he's got real nice shoes. He's got real nice. They red and shiny. Oh, what color are the spurs? I don't have spurs. <laughs> so I was really, if I, I was had really spurs, excited about the spurs, spurs. It, well, they're you know what, man? Quiet. Can I have non-functioning spurs? Non- wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make noise. Why do you need spikes? You can't put he wants, spiked metal. Yeah, on the he back wants of your spikes boots. on the back of his boots <laughs> and okay. make them quiet. Okay, well, that don't spurs. Then. Like, how would non-functioning spurs work? They'd still they still stab a horse's they're butt. They're non-functioning. <laughs> It's the, it's look, not function. This is what. the gift that keeps on giving. So you just take like a rusty. So you like- want basically you want your spurs to be like a kickstand that you just like. You got some like heelys. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want the spurs anymore. <laughs> the what? Heelys. heelys. What is that? Those with the rollers in the heel. You, you would lift up and roll. You lift you up your toes and roll. You haven't seen those. I haven't seen those. They're, 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 they're called heelys. Yeah, those are heelys. Yeah, it's awful. I don't have spurs. 
He have Heelys. You <laughs> don't have Heelys either. Please have Heelys. I just wanted the jingle, jingle, jingle. God damn it. You want the jingle, jingle, jingle. Just carry some pocket but change. I need to make a gif of his character just like <laughs> with the sunglasses and the Heelys going to deal with it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's so good. I don't have the he, fucking sunglasses. He wants the jingle, jangle, jingle, but without the noise. I, right. I, I wanted that and I realized that the problem it would cause, so I don't have them anymore. That's been stricken from the record. Revisionist history. That's my, well, that's, that's Look cute. at this stealth check. Natural 20. Almas. Ching, ching, ching. All right, well, that, that's, that's saving. That's, it's, uh, it looks like John Travolta's character from fucking What's Face with. Oh, I was just John Travolta the Havling from Pulp Fiction. God, this is amazing. But he's, got, he's got the black hair with the blonde hair. With, black suit with the gun. <laughs> he's got the blonde hair with the black tips, though. We have several yeah. moments to take note of tonight. I look like a cheetah at high school. I'm gonna slowly, man. man. I'm gonna slowly show you guys. Here's what I think Frankie's character looks like without a ponytail. Shit. <laughs> oh my oh boy. god! You know what? That's actually probably pretty close. Yes. <laughs> Cipher from the Matrix. Which is dangerously close to not knowing anymore. It's so old. <laughs> right. No, I look like Pulp Fiction. How much not did the Matrix. Come to the Matrix. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Tell fake. me, if I told you this guy's name is Big Juice, <laughs> <laughs> would you doubt it? I believe it. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, shit. <laughs> Turn it around. That one's good. I don't want to look at when, my face when, anymore. When I go home, I'm going to tell people that that's your character. Like, that's what you look like. <laughs> oh, shit. What's so good? That is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's far too accurate. Is that FTP Zilla? Um, it's like a one-story house. It's got like a, it's got a couple of rooms. It, it's like this place that we're in. It's like, it's like I know. As soon as I said it, <laughs> it's like this. It's like <laughs> this, guys. Sorry, it's it's a one story. What are you doing? Every time you say this place, I'm taking one die from you. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna lose options. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's, it's a like this one... house, guys. Take a look. Then get a... me to start fucking do a 360 video. <laughs> I'm gonna mevo my whole house. Okay, I don't want to sound dumb, <laughs> but we can find out where y'all sensors are at. You're not touching are. me. I can touch him. I don't think I want you to. <laughs> I'm not touching you, but I could just yell at different parts of your body until one one sounds louder. I just yell at different parts of your body. I don't think that's Saban's how it works. hypothesis is that as of yet, the forged have never attempted to find yeah. ears. <laughs> I just like to imagine that one day there was a group of forged that all just sat around going. Screaming at their, their knees legs. and yeah, shit. Like somebody's like, better be yelling at Reggie's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's their elbow. <laughs> it's the one elbow. elbow. Block it.